0: Welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today I'm bringing you episode number four. And I'm flying solo today. So I'm going to talk to you at length about uh, something that is a bit of a philosophy of mine. It's very much um, a mantra here at my gym and with all my clients. And that is, and we've actually got it on our hoodies at the moment, uh, the latest. Um, uh, range of hoodies that I uh, shortly uh, just not that long ago released and it's basically how bad do you want it that's the statement that I tend to stand by I've got a few that I do um, stick to but this one sort of resonates strongly with me it resonates strongly with the way I train and, and teach my clients to train and, and obviously supported by good nutrition but how bad do you want it is a great question to ask um, I did a, a post last week um, with a similar uh, uh, context around it, and that was the same the same headline, how bad do you want it? And if you've ever visited my gym up here on the Sunshine Coast, um, up on the back wall, as soon as you walk in, there's in massive, massive letters, big sticker that says, no excuses here. And that sort of sets the bar in terms of what the expectation is, um, in terms of what we try and get our clients to not only achieve, but also what we want to stamp out. Unfortunately, in modern society, um, we've become very slack. We're very, very lazy as a, as a, a population. And I, I am speaking generally here because I know this doesn't um, go to everyone, but a large majority of individuals are incredibly lazy. And, and I'll put my hand up from time to time because I do fall into this category. We're incredibly lazy. We're, we're very slack. And we tend to make a lot of excuses Um, But the the question remains, how bad do you want it? So if your goal, if um, if you're striving towards better health and fitness, then there should be nothing that stands in your way. And I understand there are exceptions to the rule. I understand that we have families, we have responsibilities, we have work, we have a life. But we have one life. And that's what I try and get across because... Each day represents an opportunity to make a difference. Each day represents an opportunity to do something great. But it also represents an opportunity for you to do the turn yourself into the best version of yourself that you can be. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, today is Wednesday, right? Wednesday the 29th of July. Tomorrow is the 30th of July. So we're not going to get another Wednesday the 29th of July 2020. So... It's not like a movie where you can, well, I was going to say press rewind, but unfortunately we don't do it anymore. We just skip back and play it again. But it's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like a movie where you watch it over and over again in case you've missed something. If you've missed something in your day, you've missed something because you can't repeat it. You can't go back and rerun it. And each day is a gift and I know that's cliche and and you know what five years ago I would have said the same thing that is incredibly cliche but it's so true it is it is a gift that we have to be the best version of ourselves now I go back to the question how bad do you want it so if you've got a specific goal in mind and this can resonate to anyone anywhere with any specific goal it doesn't have to be health and fitness related but obviously that's the The premise of this podcast so i'm going to sort of stick to to that theme today but you can apply to anything in life if you've got a goal that is strong enough and that's the key it's got to be strong enough for you to be motivated inspired um and and effectively answer the question how bad do you want it and that's the question you have to ask yourself because over the course of my career in health and fitness i've seen plenty of people come and go Um, through various means and various reasons, but primarily because they didn't realize how hard they had to work to get what they wanted, how hard they had to train, how consistent they had to train, and how committed they had to be to their nutrition to achieve the body they wanted, to lose the weight they wanted, to get on stage as a goal they wanted. Um, This shit is hard, man. It It is really, really hard. It's not easy. If it was easy, the gyms would be full, all the trainers would be run off their feet, or in fact, trainers wouldn't have a job because... Everyone would be able to do it themselves because it was easy, but it's not. So that's why you've got to continually ask yourself, how bad do you want it? And the the, the point of the sticker on the wall for me, um, going back to what I said earlier uh, in the gym, was it sets a standard. So people walk in and they go, oh, wow, this guy's serious. Okay, i got to knuckle down and I've got to get it done. If I want results, i got to get it done. I've got to follow the advice. I've got to follow the plan. I've got to stick To everything that has been instructed of me to do, I've got to be consistent. I've got to be uh, committed, diligent. Um, I have to be patient. All these buzzwords are so, so relevant to a long-term goal. Um, I go back to what I said earlier about us being a lazy society and a a slack society and, and somewhat coming up with excuses. And unfortunately, we're very impatient as well. It's another trait that a lot of us suffer from and I don't know the reason for where that has developed over the years, but um, we are incredibly impatient. And that and that is why things like eight-week challenges are so successful, because people like a short-term goal. They like a short-term goal where they know they're gonna get a result. They they go, right, I've got eight weeks, two months to follow the the instructions and the plan they've given me, I'll do everything they say, knowing full well that I will get a result. But unfortunately in those instances It's not a sustainable approach. It's not a life-changing result whereby you will say, as a hypothetical, we will lose six kilos, you'll have a great looking body and you can maintain that for the rest of your life. It is possible, I will grant that because there are exceptions to the rule and some people have better genetics than others, but it is highly improbable for the general population to sustain that. And that's why... Often people will do an eight-week challenge. They'll unfortunately rebound very quickly, a couple of weeks, they will put the weight back on and then they'll do another eight-week challenge and then they'll rebound again and then they'll do another eight-week challenge. And I'm not um, dissing eight-week challenges. I think the concept itself is actually quite good. It's just that the approach and some of the dieting advice um, and a few other bits and pieces are not incredibly sustainable. You're not educating the individual to have a long-term sustainable approach to health and fitness. And that's one of the key reasons that there is a lot of failure in this industry because people aren't educated, they, they are impatient, they want results quickly, so they look for a quick fix rather than investing their time, their money, um, and obviously their knowledge and learning the right approach for them. Because everyone is different, everyone is different, everyone's going to have different needs, everyone's going to have different goals, so it, it needs to be customised. But again, I'm gonna continually go back to the main statement and that is how bad do you want it? If your goal is strong enough, if you are desperate to achieve this goal and no matter what it is, it it might be weight loss, you know, you might need to wanna shed 10 kilos. It might be a case that you wanna change your physique and and get stronger and better looking in terms of your physique and have that beach body. Maybe you wanna get on stage and compete in in a fitness or bodybuilding show. Maybe it's just your general health and fitness that you need to improve on. But if that goal is strong enough if your why, the, the the question you need to ask yourself, why, why do I need to do this? Why am I doing this? Why am I getting up at 4 a.m. every day to go to the gym? If, that, if the answer to that question is significant enough to you and it means enough to you, then no matter what, you will get it done. I can assure you, you will get it done. It has to be strong enough. And I'll give you a reason. I'll give you an example. And this is something that I do highlight quite a lot with my clients, and that is... As I said earlier, we live once. We have one opportunity to make our life the greatest it can possibly be. We can leave a legacy. We can set our kids up. But when we get into our twilight years, and again, this could be different for everybody, but when we get into our twilight years, we want to be mobile. We want to be active. We want to be able to run around with our grandkids. We want to be able to holiday, enjoy life. We want to be able to go and play 18 holes of golf or go on a fishing trip or go camping, caravanning, whatever it might be. But if you haven't looked after yourself in your earlier years, so take 20, 30, 40 years earlier than that, you're not going to be able to do those things because you're not going to have the strength, you're not going to have the energy, you're not going to have the stamina. Maybe your joints have deteriorated. Maybe you've got bone density issues. Maybe your mobility is not as, as great as it once was. All of these things play a role in ensuring that you have quality of life in your later years. But if you haven't done anything about it now then your later years are going to be spent relying on others. You're going to rely on nurses or uh, care workers or your family. And that's not a great position to be in. You'd rather have a very healthy, um, fit and mobile twilight life, wouldn't you? That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So that right there is a great motivator. That right there should be the the reason that you're bouncing out of bed in the morning to get to the gym, to prepare your meals, to organize your day, because you know full well in 20, 30, 40 years time, it is gonna repay you back tenfold because you've done the hard work now. And by doing the hard work now, you're creating that lifestyle, you're creating that opportunity to build routine, build healthy habits, create a lifestyle that will set you up long term sustainably for the rest of your life now how good is that wouldn't everyone want that wouldn't everyone want an opportunity to live a life like that so that's a motivating factor now if that's not a strong enough why if that's not a strong enough answer to how bad do you want it then possibly you need to reevaluate your goals possibly you need to reevaluate your priorities so Priorities are definitely something that um, many people need to look at. And I only had a conversation today with an individual about this um, and that they were putting their work ahead of themselves, they were putting their family ahead of themselves and I completely appreciate that. Look, I'm a husband, I'm I'm a father of three, I run a business, you know, I have a very busy week but I still maintain enough time throughout the week to look after myself, not only physically but mentally as well. So in terms of priorities, every individual that wants to achieve a health and fitness related goal needs to prioritize themselves throughout the week you really do and this then relates to the how bad do you want it because if you want it bad enough you will create that priority you will find that time you will find that that window of opportunity and it might only be a couple of days a week for say half an hour a day but it's your time and that can't be taken away from from you because you've prioritized it so how do we find the time? That's the next question. And you know what? Out of all the objections, all the, the roadblocks I come across um, or have come across in my career in health and fitness, time and money are the two biggest ones. Now, money I can appreciate from time to time because particularly at the moment, um, because, you know, personal training, coaching, um, gymming is is considered a luxury item. And I get that. But it is also an investment in your health. So but that's a conversation for another day. But time. I don't buy time because I've uh, trained hundreds of people over the course of my career and many of them have come from various backgrounds. Um, I've had shift workers, fly-in, fly-out workers. I've had uh, uh, nurses. I even currently work with a doctor who just recently came off six night shifts in a row and during that time, He still turned up to his PT session at 6 a.m. in the morning, even though he did a night shift the night before because he knew he was committed to what he was trying to achieve. So that's commitment right there. That's determination and that's sticking to your plan. Even though he was dog-tired and could have easily just called in sick or called in and said, look, I'm not coming in this morning. I need sleep. He came in for his half an hour session, got it done, and then went home and got his sleep. So if your why is strong enough, if the answer to how bad do you want it is strong enough you'll make it happen you will find that time and I'm going to give you a great example and and I must credit my wife for this one because she um, told me about this idea a while ago and I'm sure someone else has said it as well but for all the mums out there um, whether it's a single mum a a busy uh, mum that works at home or is just a house mum or you work full-time more often than not you'll obviously um, try and pick your kids up from school right now a lot of the time you have to get to school early because car parking is is, um, is hard to come by and if you turn up late then you're queuing up down the road or you've got a big long walk ahead of you or you, know, you might miss your kids or whatever the case may be. So you turn up early, you get there 20 minutes ahead of the bell but once you get there you've got to park and then what? Generally, and I look around, I observe this a lot because I've obviously got to pick my kids up from school. Nine times out of ten people scroll on their phone while they're waiting. They look on their phone, they're on social media, whatever. You know, they're not really doing anything productive. But let's flip that on its head. Why don't we, or why don't you, if you get there 20 minutes early, why don't you put your headphones in, play a podcast, or play some music, and go walk around the block a couple of times. Immediately you're going to get your steps up, you're going to get a little bit of cardio, straight away it's activity, and you're utilizing that 20-minute window. Look, it could be 30 minutes, you could have 10 minutes, but. Rather than just wasting it on social media or on something that's not productive and not for you, go and walk for a little bit. Maybe you want to even want to do a light jog. Maybe um, you can pack one of the kids scooters and scoot around the block. Like I'm just providing suggestions, but you you get my point. The point is there is time. There is time in the day to find it for you, to prioritize your health and fitness. There's 24 hours in a day. Now, I often um, suggest to people, well, why don't you get up, you know, an hour earlier so you can do something at home? or maybe you can walk the dog or you can drive to the beach and go for a walk on the beach, watch the sunrise. And people say, oh, but I can't, like I I need my sleep-ins, I need my sleep-ins. I'm so tired, I work all day, I need my sleep-ins. Well, if if tiredness is your issue, maybe you need to look at the root cause as to why you're tired. Because if you're actually tired because of something that you can remedy then perhaps you can fix it give yourself a better night's sleep and then you're able to get up earlier and prioritize your time does that not make sense would that not be something that you would want to do again how bad do you want it how bad do you want to prioritize your health and fitness by making these amendments to your life to ensure that you can maximize your day so Often, sleep is an issue. It's a common issue at the moment because if you get quality sleep, you wake up, you bounce out of bed, you're, you're bright and chirpy and energised and ready to tackle the day. But if you're not getting a good night's sleep, you're waking up, bags under your eyes, it's a slow start, you need a coffee or several or some other form of stimulant to, to kickstart your day and then you tend, tend to sort of crash mid-afternoon to late afternoon, yet you've still got plenty to do that day. So it's not the ideal situation. And over time, under those circumstances, you're gonna burn out. And then you hit the wall and then you start getting snappy at people, you're counterproductive at your job, you're counterproductive at home, and it's not a good place to be, it really isn't. But if you can identify what the problem is, why you're not getting good night's sleep, then you can fix it. So perhaps that's something that you need to do. And it could be as simple as improving your nutrition. Now I haven't talked about nutrition yet because we all know the importance of it, but it actually helps with sleep if you're eating good, if you're eating correctly, if you're eating in accordance with your goals and you're eating clean, and I'm not saying you have to count your calories to the nth degree or anything like that, but if you're very consistent with your food, it can improve your sleep. Now the other alternative is perhaps you just need to go to bed an hour earlier. Research has shown that if you get more sleep earlier in the evening, so before midnight, than you do um, after midnight it's actually more quality sleep it's better quality sleep so why not try to go to bed that little bit earlier sacrifice that tv show sacrifice scroll on social media get to bed that little bit earlier half an hour 45 minutes an hour whatever it can be and see if that improves your sleep if all of a sudden you'll get an hour of quality sleep against not having that hour plus it being crappy sleep you'll be able to get up at that 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. mark and go for the walk on the beach or walk your dog or whatever because you've got sufficient sleep, you've got quality sleep and you're actually energized to do that. So why not investigate that? Again, how bad do you want it? So if that is the, 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 the reason that you're not getting sleep, then you can make those remedies. You can certainly find a way to improve your sleep and better your environment. And the and then all of a sudden, that goal is much more achievable because you're finding time in your day. And the morning, look, this is personal opinion, but the morning is a great time to train because it sets you up for the day. You're energized. You're, you know, I was only joking with um, a client just uh, recently about how the fact is if someone could come up with a way to harness and bottle how it feels after you train you'd make a fortune because that feeling is so great the endorphins the happy hormones you feel energized you feel satisfied um you know you feel on top of the world you feel invincible because you've just achieved the 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 training session whatever it is um that you've set out to do and you've set yourself up for the day so you're you're indestructible for the rest of the day and you're on top of the world So why, I'd love to be able to bottle that because you would, you'd really make a fortune. But anyway, that's beside the point. So why wouldn't you want to feel like that all the time? And by training early in the morning too, and again, this is personal opinion. Some people prefer to train in the afternoon and I completely appreciate that. But by training early in the morning, um, you're making use of that time, that window that you've created, and you're setting yourself up for better sleep because by the time the day is finished and you're sort of, um, you know, settling down um, in the evening and and maybe watching a little bit of telly or catching up with your, your partner or, you know, the kids or whatever, you, you're winding down and your brain is switching off and you're ready to go to bed and you're going to go to sleep quite quickly because your body has trained that day it's it's fatigued to a point where you need that rest and recovery and that's another thing sleep is important for rest and recovery it's the the one time for a long period of time that you stop doing anything the body mends itself so if you've trained it recovers it rests it it basically recharges the battery that's what it does so it's so so important to get good quality sleep now, the other thing that I wanted to, to chat about was um, the nutrition side of things. Now, nutrition as a whole, people struggle with. People really struggle with nutrition. People can train. They can turn up and train. They can train all they want. They can do their cardio or their classes or you know their boot camps or um, weight training or whatever the case may be. And I'm not going to pigeonhole anyone training, even though I'm a massive supporter of resistance-based training. Activity is activity at the end of the day. But nutrition seems to be the um, Achilles heel for many people whereas when you completely understand nutrition you know how valuable it is to the body to the mind um, and to your success on with your health and fitness goals and unfortunately through evolution we have become in heavily reliant on processed food um, if you look back to you know the dynasties before us so um, and I'm even talking way back so cavemen first fleet, you know, the early settlers, um, there was no processed food back then. They basically ate what they could catch or they ate what they could grow. And that was it. A very simple time. And and I can appreciate, you know, a good, um, I don't know, a good biscuit or a beer or anything like that at the moment. That's cool. Not a problem. All within reason. But we have developed a, a primal urge, a primal craving for some of these processed foods. And we tend to eat with our eyes, we tend to eat with our nose, the smell, the sight, the colours, it all can be quite overwhelming, particularly when you aren't trying to diet. So it's important to understand and know how to eat within moderation, eat with a good balance, um, but also utilise your food according to what your goals are. And if you can, if you can overcome nutrition and really support a good healthy diet then your your achievements are going to be greater you're going to improve your sleep you're going to improve your energy you're going to be much more productive in the workplace you're going to be much more productive in the gym and training environment so why wouldn't you want to improve your nutrition again how bad do you want it is your goal strong enough to make all of these changes? And look, this might come across as very overwhelming. You might be listening to this going, oh my God, there's so many things I've got to do to try and improve it. But you don't have to do it all at once. We have the greatest of opportunities of time. We've got time on our hands. Doesn't matter if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, doesn't matter. Over the course of a week, you can make one simple change to your lifestyle and then repeat it the following week and then repeat it the following week and all of a sudden you've developed a habit you've developed a routine you've developed a structure in your week and then once you know that that's set in stone do it to something else and then do it to something else and over the course of a couple of months you've made three or four significant changes to your lifestyle that are only going to set you up for your later years and really improve your quality of life in your twilight years so why wouldn't you that's your motivation right there That's your inspiration. That's your your driver to do better. Why wouldn't you want to do that? So food is a big thing. How bad do you want it? Sleep is a big thing. How bad do you want it? Training is a massive thing. How bad do you want it? I guess, you know, you've got to ask those questions and you can't keep coming up with excuses. Unfortunately, excuses are not accepted anymore. As much as they... And look, again, sidebar... I understand that there are going to be um, times where people have legitimate excuses, you know, short of, you know, a, 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 um, a natural disaster, um, you know, a, a family emergency, um, anything of that caliber, completely appreciate it. completely appreciate it. But when it's something simple like, um, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it. I felt a bit flat today. Um, I've got to get this work done. I have to work late. I I didn't get a good night's sleep. Um, I don't know. I'm just rattling off ones off the top of my head, but they are excuses that don't fly in my opinion. And and that might come across as harsh, but it it is what's stopping you from reaching your goals. And excuses can become a habit. They can become a very bad habit because if you continually make them, well, it's the easy way out. And the easy way out is the easy way out. So you've, again, you've got to look at why you're making them. And hopefully, you know, you've got a great trainer or a great coach or a great support network that can call you on some of those excuses and go, hang on a second. You know, only last week you were telling me that you wanted to quit smoking and here you are having one cigarette. Or only last week you were telling me you wanted to, to lose five kilos, but last night you went and got KFC. You know, those things should not fly. And if you've got someone supportive around you, then they should call you on it and straight away you're going to be on the back foot and you might you might not like hearing it you might get pissed off by it you might get angry but that's a good thing that's emotional it means you actually care um so have those people in your corner you know if you advise them of the goal that you want to set and then you tell them how you're going to do it nine times out of ten they're going to support you along the way because they know how important it is particularly if it's health and fitness related um You know, I go back to the point I made earlier about, or I've said it several times now about the twilight years in your life and how important it is to be mobile and to be strong and, um, you know, have no major health concerns so that you can enjoy your life. You know, it's so, so important that you do that now through food, through training, through sleep. And the other one I wanted to touch on, which is um, something that's more, Recently, uh, I guess discussed and that is self-care. Um, a good buddy of mine and coach Leon Stenholm from Body by Leon um, advocates for self-care all the time and, and he's a massive believer in how successful it can be. And when we're under stress, when we're um, under the pump a lot at home, maybe it's due to finances, um, it could be kids mucking up, um, you you could have an estranged relationship with your partner we tend to not make rational decisions or we tend to sort of make decisions that aren't in our best interest um, it also develops a negative mindset which can then obviously go down a quite a dark path so self-care is something that really needs to be prioritized and I've already highlighted some of the things that you can do for your own self-care and that is obviously quality of sleep uh, support from others, and obviously good nutrition and training, but there's so many other things, so many simple things that you can do to build into your week that can help you develop and maintain that positive mindset. And look, what you you, you know sometimes it's just really hard to have a positive mindset you know one day out of say a a 14 day fortnight you might just have one of those bad days you might be off you might have had a few things run go wrong you might have run late for school or work or something that's just set off a bad day and that's cool you know what we're human beings we're entitled to those days but if you are surrounded by positive people uh, if you are constantly preaching positive vibes if you think positively well, guess what? You're going to be a pretty positive person, um, but in terms of self care, there's so many things that you can do. So simple things like walking on the beach, listening to a podcast, ironically, um, obviously going to the gym, catching up with a friend, having a coffee with a friend, watching a a, a movie that sort of has that positive um, theme to it. So it could be a, a feel good movie or a, you know a sporting triumphant movie, a family movie, a comedy. Um, listening uh, to music meditation um what else do i do i do I, you know what i do i sometimes walk outside when it's a beautiful day and just sit or stand in the sunshine barefoot and just take in some rays um i feel great going for a mountain bike ride um swimming you know all of these things are things for you If you find something that you enjoy, if you find something that you can really get a lot out of and and feel really satisfied about it, Um, I I was in a relatively dark place. Uh, I think it was the start of last year for a little bit of time. And my wife picked it up. My coach picked it up. Um, They all said their piece to me, but it just didn't hit home. But um, there was one point where I thought, you know what, I've got to do something here. I've got to change my thinking. So I started Muay Thai. I threw my hat in the ring and I I approached a business nearby me and I said, look, I need some help. Can you teach me how to train? I've never done it before, never done it. And that was, I think, January 2019. And here we are, July 2020, and I'm still doing it. And I love it. It is incredibly hard. It is incredibly taxing. It is completely out of my comfort zone, Um, but it is great for my mindset. And it's just something different. And I'm learning new skills. So why not do that? Maybe education, further professional development, further personal development. You can um, do YouTube clips, you can do courses, short courses, you can listen to podcasts. All of these things can further develop you as a human being and create that positive mindset that lasts for a long time. So if you put a positive mindset, self-care, good nutrition... Good training, support network, you put all those things together, you've got a pretty damn good life, a pretty good existence. So, why wouldn't you want to do that? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want to achieve your goal to make those changes, to set yourself up and have a pretty cool existence where you are happy, you are positive. You are supporting and helping others. You've got a great family life. You've got a great job. Um, You're stress-free or, you know, stress is limited in your life. You're sleeping well. You're eating good. You've got a good circle of friends. You've got a good family. Uh, Like, that's just tick, 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 tick in my mind. And look, you know, I I am painting somewhat of a a fictional picture because life is hard. We know this you know, there are challenges in life, Um, life has its stresses, um, but you can still strive to achieve those sorts of things, you can still strive to achieve all of those items, and you may not get to all of them, you know, you may spend the next 20 years trying to knock them off, but at least you've tried, at least you've made that effort to, to better your life, and by bettering your life, you're setting up your kids' lives as well, and look, not everyone has kids, and I appreciate that, But for all the parents out there, if your kids see you being positive, eating well, um, exercising, you know, not highlighting any stress in your life, um, being good parents and being good family people, and and um, just setting up a great existence, well, they're going to emulate that to a degree. They're going to set up their own lives and follow suit because you're happy, they're happy. You're productive, they're productive. You know, those sort of things can be resonated through the family from generation to generation. So why not do it again? How bad do you want it? So I'm going to uh, wrap things up now, but I think you've gotten my point. I think you can see why I asked that question and why my business has that mantra of no excuses here and how bad do you want it? Because sometimes you need to ask the tough questions. Sometimes you need to ask the hard questions of yourself and i urge anyone that listens to this if they are having bad days or if they have had a rough trot lately or if they're just not getting the results they want and your but your goals are there and you know what your goals are you need to sit down and ask yourself and literally write this out how bad do you want it and be completely honest be completely transparent and then map it out map out how you're going to achieve it and you know what it might take six months, it might take two years, it might take five years. I've had clients that have transformed their lives over the course of a number of years and they're so glad they put in the work now because they've set themselves up for the next 50. So how does that sound? Committing to two years to give yourself 50 or give yourself 50 amazing years. I think that's pretty cool and I think that's worthwhile doing. What do you think? So that's it, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. If this podcast has been of great reference or great um, relevance to you, please share it. Tag me on uh, Instagram, Instastory at Paul's Body Engineering. And as I say, every single week or every single day to every client of mine, have a great day.